Hello friends, welcome to Off The Beaten Podcast. I'm your host with the most, lifelong Chicagoan and cookie fiend, Dion McGill. Off The Beaten Podcast is the pod that gives voice to the city of Chicago and the amazing people who make this city unique. As a friend recently said, this is my love letter to my city. So Leah Tibbs is a native of Michigan, a graduate of the French Pastry School and the owner of Cookies and Conversations a Chicago company dedicated to bringing people together through the magic of baking and meaningful conversations. Leah and I actually sat and spoke months ago. In the meantime, Cookies and Conversations has grown into a full-fledged shop uh, that you can visit in the Lacuna Lofts in the Pilsen neighborhood. Um, I've sat on this conversation for far too long, and many thanks to Leah for allowing me into her kitchen and pulling back the curtain on the life of an entrepreneur and Baker. This is Leah Tibbs on Off the Beaten Podcast. Recording, and this is a different spot, but I am here with yes. Miss. Le- so it's Leah Tibbs. It's Leah Tibbs. All yes. right. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so before we get started, pop quiz. When was the first time we met? We met um at the Lemonade Land. I believe it was Juneteenth. Is the first one that we met at. Um, okay. And you purchased a variety pack of cookies and have tried to come back to every one of those events since. For more cookies. Absolutely. Which <laughs> explains my <laughs> motivation for most things in life. Okay. <laughs> cookies are amazing. <laughs> Cookie, cookies are everything in some cases. Um, <laughs> all right. Here, give me one pause. All right. So, (laughs) tell me about Cookies and Conversations. Cookies and Conversations is my brainchild. It is a way to bring people together using cookies as a catalyst. And there's sometimes a little help necessary with some conversation cards. But um, it's my way to really help folks enjoy each other's company and talk. (laughs) We don't talk enough. We're always on our phones, and so... Depending on who you're talking about, sometimes people talk too much, but I know what you're saying. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Well, converse, not even just talk. Just converse. Have conversations. Yes. No, absolutely. I I agree. I agree. So, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm thinking of people, I'm like, they talk a lot. Um, but no, that's good. I, I run a podcast. I talk yeah. a lot. It's okay. I can't be pointing the finger. Um, so, what motive... What, inspired you to come up with this idea some of it was just i so i'm a pastry chef um i started baking when i was a little girl with my grandpa and it was that kind of connectivity type of thing that i had with my my grandfather um and for me with starting this it was how do i do something that maybe minimal as far as like I want people to bake I want people to share but I also want them to talk and it's like oh if you have a cookie mix but then you also have some conversation cards you are kind of better set up to like interact and engage and just find community in the kitchen's that perfect space where people can get together a variety of ages variety of different ethnicities I mean food is just ubiquitous it's so important to people yeah. and how we engage with one another and even when different languages are spoke spoken, you know, um, food is that way that people can still communicate themselves, their culture, their values to someone else. And so um, I choose dessert, sugar, you know, <laughs> <laughs> as my catalyst cookies. But, I dig um, it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So what is your earliest baking memory? My earliest baking memory is probably 
three years old or so with my grandpa, we would make pancakes. We would make pancakes together. And it was very, very specific. Um, It was buckwheat pancakes and Folgers coffee. And there was like everything was super precise and super just perfect. Like you scooped the flour, you scraped it off with the flat edge of the knife. You know, you did that for every single step. You had to beat your eggs a particular kind of way. Like I remember just following along with him. And that was just kind of our little thing when I was a little girl over at his house on Sundays. <laughs> okay, I like that. Yeah. So is there something special about cooking that just appeals to you or? It's a way to, to I feel like, just share and give of myself to others. And when you create joy in the form of a delicious treat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so much more valuable than say, oh, I bought you this gift and like, they may or may not like a gift, but when you have baked, you put your time and energy into something. It is a lot more meaningful. Even like the year that I had made brownies for my my family, and they kind of came out like hockey pucks. Like, uh, I think we've all had that experience once or twice. Yeah, you know, <laughs> or five times, depending on the person. Right? You know, uh, they, there's an appreciation of the time and energy that you spent in something that is made from the heart. More so sometimes in an actual paid gift. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So did you go to school for cooking? I did. I uh, ended up going to French pastry school um, in 2018. Um, okay. Tell me more about <laughs> Tell me more about French pastry school. So the French pastry school, it's a, uh, I think it's still at this point in time, it's the only culinary program um, in the country that is specifically focused on pastry. Oh, and yeah. Um, I already had a bachelor's degree, so I was like, I'm not going to school school. I want to just learn culinary and I don't need an actual degree for that. Is your bachelor's degree in cooking too? No, it's interior design and construction management. Okay. Yep. There's no cookies there. There's no cookies there. (laughs) No. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Okay. So construction. Yep. And interior design. Yep. Had enough of that. I came out of school during the re- like right before the recession hit. Oh, so yeah, like. So what was that like? <laughs> that was like when I graduated and looking at the ASID website for jobs posted in Michigan, there was like a job, like a singular <laughs> job for the entire state of Michigan, and that's where I'm from. <laughs> and um, building had slowed down tremendously in Michigan as uh, well. I can imagine. Um, like, we hit, I think, our bubble before the rest of the country did. So, um, where in Michigan? I'm from the Detroit area, Southfield. Uh, oh, so I don't know anything about Detroit. Yeah. So. <laughs> you, you say Southfield, I'm like, Detroit. Okay. Yep. yep. Detroit area. Yep. <laughs> no, that's Southfield, what's up. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So, okay. So, recession yeah. hits. Yeah. I moved to Chicago and I'm like, maybe we'll find a job here. And it just, I was in retail and. <laughs> okay, that's all you, I, I've I've been so I when the recession hit, I mm-hmm. was actually just had just graduated as well, but yeah. with my bachelor's, yeah, and oh, with my bachelor's as well, okay, and uh, yeah, I was going into education, and oh gosh, it was like it was it was awful. I, I applied to a hundred school, like people think I'm exaggerating. I remember oh. like counting the applications, being yeah. like seventy five. 76 then like you know saturday night was like 78 through 82 like yeah. you know sunday morning was like 70 you know like i was just counting them up and i did 102 app- to like individual schools oh my gosh and then uh, where were you like what school districts or what area every, everywhere. everywhere i you wow. know it's so funny i never wanted to be anywhere other than chicago to teach okay and so and then I was like, okay, well, Chicago's not hired. And Chicago had just laid off some teachers. So they had laid off like 300. I'm like, okay, wow. we got to figure this out. So I went to, New, you know, looking at New York, they had just laid off like 200 teachers. Philadelphia, they just laid off. You know, it was like every big city was laying off teachers. Yeah. And I was just panicking. But I didn't want to go to the suburbs. Yeah. And so I was, you know, so now I'm like, well, let's like look at this, like cities who aren't big cities, but still cities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, I ended up in Alaska, which there was not oh, wow. Alaska? very far away from a city. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I ended up in a small town. Oh, wow. Hot mess. <laughs> but they, you know what? They needed teachers and they yeah. were willing to pay. Hey. And I knew I didn't want to be unemployed. So I was like, pack your bags, baby. 
So wow. I feel you. I feel you there. Oh my god. So okay, so but uh, okay, like I love to cook, uh-huh. right? And I'm not a baker by any means. My baking is terrible. But I'm I'm intrigued. Like so, what motivates you to say, okay, I'm, I'm gonna go to culinary school, but specifically pastry school? Like that to me seems like a very you know, it's so yeah. specific. Yeah. Well, um, so um, I worked at uh, Zara for a long while. And um, Zara. It's, it's a retail clothing store. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was there for a long while, and I would always bake for my coworkers. Oh. And it was just something I enjoyed doing. Yeah. Um, I actually think I remember one of my coworkers actually attended French pastry school. Um oh. I didn't know really at the time, but I was like, I'm not going back to school. Now I have my degree. We're just going to figure it out. And um, retail has always been something I've been able to fall back on and always have like, you know, some kind of employment in. And um, there I ended up getting a position as a regional trainer. And that gave me the taste of like working in a corporate setting, but also traveling for work and teaching and training people. And that's one of those things that I also have a huge passion for. Um, but I love baking and I love sharing and sweets are a good way to disarm people when they're like, who are you? What are you talking about? Like, here's a cookie. Yeah. Like you may not like me, but our engagement will be, you know, positive because there was a cookie, you know? Yes. <laughs> or cake, cupcake, something. No, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I ended up taking that, moving to the East coast, trying to move into a different position and got really, really stressed, really, really burnt out, mm. and um, was just not in a good, good headspace. And was like, I have to leave because I'm going to mentally break. And um, I had decided to do an eat, pray, love trip to Southeast Asia. Okay. And um, but while I was you know, on the East Coast, I was working in Annapolis. One of my um, one of my coworkers, employees, she was like. Leah, you need to open a bakery. Like, you need to open a bakery, like, immediately. Like, do it. And I'm like, how? I don't I don't know the first thing about, like, how? How does this work? No. Like, yeah. I'm I'm used to there's a job. You go to it. Like, how do you even begin to set up and, and create? Had no idea how to do it. And um, ended up doing my little Eat, Pray, Love trip. And it's like, what do I want to do? Because I, I left that company. I, like, I had to leave. I didn't know what I was going to do next. I just knew my mental health was the most important thing for me and um took six weeks in southeast asia bounced around out there and um came back to chicago and was like i want to bake how do i do this and uh funnily enough this this space that we're in right now um was previously luxury cake company uh, run and owned by laura mitchell and she took me in as a, as kind of like a mentee and I met her through someone, some kind of way, and she would just give me advice, and she would encourage me, and she was like, hey, you should check out the French pastry school. And um, that was the thing, like, I figured, like, if I'm going to do baking full time, there's a lot of trial and error that I'm going to have on my own figuring stuff out. Mm-hmm. But going to French pastry school meant that I will understand formulas, I will understand much better how I can go about making a recipe, and when it fails, what about it failed? And I'd be yes. going in not blind, like. Because people usually do so much trial and error yeah. on their, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, podcasting is very similar. Yeah. Like, so much trial and error, whereas, you know, people are like, you can pay me and I'll walk, you know, get you through some of that. And, yeah. and me personally, I'm like, I ain't got the money. I'm <laughs> but, but it would be a much more efficient process yeah. with that help. No, I totally get that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. And like you've learned so much more on your own and you value so much thing so many more things on your own, I would assume, right? You know, yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny cuz it's because there are moments where I'm like when you learn something and then you find out, you know, like oh, everyone else knows that, but I'm just learning it. There are those moments where I'm like, "Oh, whoops. I should have just ponied up the dough. Uh, <laughs> I should have yeah. just did. I kept my money at the beginning." But yeah, yeah you learn and and I value my, you know, and what is the best to me the best knowledge is that knowledge that's learned right Absolutely. on do experience and such <laughs> um but no but if but the efficiency over time you know it can't be 
can't you can't argue with it though. So I get yeah. that. No, I get it. As the thing with with pastry school was like you learn the efficiencies and. I mean, if I hadn't gone to pastry school, I wouldn't have found different passions in different areas. Like, I love chocolate work. Like, it's so much fun to me. I haven't. What's chocolate work? <laughs> just playing with chocolate. Like, being oh. able to create sculptures and creating different, like, how chocolate is. It is okay. so finicky. Like, okay. there's, like, so many different, just the chemistry of chocolate itself and yeah. how it's actually the molecular structure of it yeah. is really, really fascinating. And oh, I like that's cool. when you're learning like how different temperatures have an impact on the stability of chocolate, um, why something might work or why it might not work. I mean, there's, it's, I guess in pastry, you find like a level of um, obsession that people have when it comes to like doing you and working. To, yeah. Yeah, and for sure. It's, it's artistry, but it's also, like, it's delicious, but, you know, sometimes, depending on where you're at, you're not getting paid for it, you know? It's just... <laughs> then there's that. <laughs> there's that, you know? It's just... There's there's a variety of different things, and it's just picking and choosing, I guess, what it is that... How you want to show up in it. Oh, no, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. You said something that totally brought this memory, and it's, it always tickles me. Um, I I live in Woodlawn. Okay. Right. We're we're not in Woodlawn currently, which is normally where I record. Yeah. But I, I love being there. And one of the things I wanted to do when I first moved there was like, I want to know my neighbors. Yeah. And I want to get, you know, like I want to be that person who knows my neighbors and gets into that thought of, of being in community, right? Yeah. At a community. And I baked cookies for my neighbor. Like I, I just went and got dough from the store. Like, let's yeah. not get crazy. And I'll never forget like taking <laughs> And then, they, like, everyone had their own unique reaction. Oh. But none of them were really positive. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> varying levels of distrust. <laughs> and the best was my downstairs neighbor, who was this lovely lady. Yeah. She was like, oh, oh, well, thank you. And I was like, oh, yeah. And she goes, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from Chicago. She goes, no, like, where are you actually from? <laughs> I was like, oh. Because somebody from Chicago is not going to make cookies. Oh. <laughs> it was like the insinuation. It was like, no, no, no. Where are you really from? I was like, I, I was from the South Side. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And she just looked at me like, mm, nah. But it was, yeah, it was hilarious. It was oh just my like, God. and everyone else was just these varying levels of like, I'm sure they most of them threw, it, like, threw the cookies away. I'm wow. sure. Just the looks on their face. I'm like, they just tossed us. <laughs> <laughs> Those cookies all went in the garbage. Oh no, that's my what's up. Yeah. So, um, so I'm intrigued. Yeah. Um, when you were at the French Pastry School, were there a lot of black students? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, not. I mean, there there were black students there, um, okay. but it. There's actually a very large international um, community. community that goes there. Yeah. Okay. Um, they have a ton of chef instructors that come from different parts of the world, and they present um, very unique and really, really, like, specific skill sets, which is really cool, actually. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. um, you just get to see so much. And that's the thing that's also amazing with pastry is that once you learn it and you can kind of get into it, you can travel. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's um, like... One of the the chef founders um, has like worked in over seven countries, and like he's worked for like he was worked for the uh, Jack A. Pfeiffer. He um, he worked for the French um, Navy, I believe, oh, and wow. like um, he also has worked for like different dignitaries and like these other different <laughs> like it's oh, just it's awesome. crazy like just what especially when you're really good at your craft, like what you can do. And there's a documentary or um, yeah, documentary movie called King of Pastries and it follows him. And it also talks about the French pastry school there as well. All right. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's, um, Oh, give me one. Okay. (laughs) I'm sitting here taking notes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And it's actually really funny. Um, I actually looked up the French pastry school uh, the other night. And I, first thing I see is I go on and I go like, (gasps) Bina and my friend Bina was on the the, the header oh, of the wow. page in the picture, 
And I messaged her, and she was like, oh, yeah, I took that picture like a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was awesome. like, I know, Bina. She's so cool. <laughs> She's good for you. So shout out to Bina, who also was on the podcast. I think it was episode three. Something oh, like wow. that. So check her out if you didn't check her out. Great episode. She's amazing. She's still amazing. And, yeah, that's what's up. So cookies and conversations. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about the pressures of starting a business. <laughs> Um, starting a business, like, like, I feel like these, I feel like this is all separate conversations, but we're just going to go ahead and condense them down as best we can. You know? Starting a business, maintaining a business through a pandemic. So you're actually going to be the first business owner I've talked to now yeah. post pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I've, you know, like in, like actually on the podcast, I yeah. have, t- you know, talked to tons of them, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like what is going on? How is this going? Um, you know, huge shout out to uh, Side Practice Coffee, whom I yeah. believe they started the second week of quarantine, I, th- I believe is when they opened. So, you know, oh like, gosh, and yeah. I'm just so always fascinated by them, right? Like how that's yeah. going and such. So how, what has it been like starting a business and then maintaining it through one of the craziest periods possibly of our lifetime and then coming to... And then that'll actually lead us into talking about the space that we're actually sitting in. So if you want to kind of talk that path a little bit, (laughs) I'm completely fascinated. (laughs) All right. This for me is, you know, when people talk about, oh, I'm unconventional. Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) Clear my throat a little bit for that. No, it's all right. (laughs) This is winging a prayer. That is what all this is. This is allowing things to show up and then going for it and having just absolute faith and not sure where I'm going to land. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't make sense until it's, it's there. So in 2019, actually I was, um, I was working, I just graduated French pastry school in December, 2018. Um, I started working at Vinny Patisserie on the North side. Okay. How's that pronounced? Vinny. Okay, that's not, not how. That's how I've ever prayed. <laughs> but not the vanilla e. <laughs> Wait, so it's not vanilla panatisserie or no, something. Okay, no, it's vanille patisserie. Okay, okay. I got it. French, right. very very French. That's what's up <laughs> because they have the little. Mm-hmm. How's that pronounced? The macarons. Okay, I see. Yeah. Once again, we're going for, I'll keep it to myself. So, All right. yeah, macaroons <laughs> are typically the balls of coconut. That's what that I are thought. Delicious. Which are cool. Um, the macarons, those are like the uh, amazing delicious thing i i'm a sucker for coffee macrons and like oh that's what's up the 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 worst part was working there when we had coffee day and i was like oh that's a reject <laughs> <You know? laughs> that one ain't going on the floor <laughs> just, yeah it was <laughs> like oh reject <laughs> just, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm so glad i'm not the only one who does such things oh i God. worked at starbucks for three years <laughs> and i've popped many a cake pop in my mouth like, like oh, oh Hit the floor. <laughs> right oh, man, there's a piece of chocolate missing from this. I, I better take this away from customers. <laughs> oh, oh, terrible. But is you were it, saying. I'm sorry. Is it? Um, <laughs> um, so I, uh, I was working there, and I was kind of like, I was just wanting something. And I saw on Instagram that there was this new bookstore that opened up on the East or on the Chicago's West side, semicolon bookstore. Absolutely. And it was like gallery space. And I was like, I'm gonna go walk over there. And in it, I met, um, their proprietress. I'm saying that word wrong. I know. Proprietress, uh, Danny. And, um, she just creates something that is just pure magic. Like, you know, there's just something that's unexplainable about the warmth and just, magnetism that people have when it comes to her spaces and really it's just her Mm -hmm. and she's just an incredible person and um it was just hanging out in her spot which was very very warm very very welcoming um uh very like just a a safe space for a woman of color you know um i uh i felt very kind of nurtured in that space and she was like that's a dope idea why don't you start it and i was like huh, no one has ever, like, <laughs> talked to me about, like, just go do it. Yeah. And um, 
she for me has been that person that has consistently kicked me out of the comfort of my nest and it's like why haven't you done that yet yeah you should just go do it and figure it out that that's her motto is like you figure it out you have to act like it's get out your head and just go do it absolutely and i'm sure you're doing this with the podcast like there's there's things that are like well all my friends laughed at me so (laughs) oh no so they all laughed at me you gotta what so here i am so but yeah press pass and all come on now oh no 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 sister i got my second one today oh oh, your second one oh to the chicago comic-con who's going as a professional potty 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 <laughs> I got that news just as I was, which is why I was late because I was like, Ooh. "Oh, you know, you gotta get twerk, you know, I get my twerk on anytime." Hey, hey, exactly, hey, hey. you know how it is. Absolutely, so, that's why I was late. <laughs> yeah, but you were sad. <laughs> okay. So I was like, "All right, how are we gonna figure this out?" And you know, she kind of gave me little breadcrumbs to like figure things out, but it was just it was all on me to do, yeah. and you know, the folks in my life are like, "Well, how are you gonna do it? Well, how are you gonna pay for it?" I, that doesn't matter. It's just, I just have to act, and things will figure themselves out. And um, yeah. I had my first event um, in her first space. There was, like, a, one of her, her employees um, had sponsored this kind of wellness event, and that was when I launched Cookies and Conversations to a group of people talking about my story and kind of what led to it. And it started off as conversation boxes with cookie mix, snacks, tea, and then some conversation cards. And... You know, really kind of hit as a way to like, people are on their phones. Like, oh, before pandemic, you go out and you would see like a group of people or you'd see folks on a date. And it's like both of them are sitting at the table with food and phone in hand, not engaging, not interacting, not looking each other in the eye. It's just instant gratification in my phone. And it's like, yeah, you're together, but are you not really together? You're not together. Yeah. And, um, I was like, when you have to bake something, you're forced to interact with someone. Like, you're forced to laugh or, like, move out my way or whatever it is. Like, you know, <laughs> like you're doing it wrong. You know, it's like the, the teasing and the playing and the, oh, this is good. You know, just whatever it is, you're, you're forced to just engage in a way that is, like, put your phone down and talk to each other. Absolutely. And so I launched that in November of 2019. I got the LLC um, October 15th, my birthday, which is also the birthday of Cooking Conversations. All right. Um, so that was 2019. And leading up through Christmas, I did, you know, I did okay. I was like, all right, we, we're doing okay. Absolutely. Mostly family. And it's just awesome because that was like, it's a good start. You, need, you need support. <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> and um, then I was like, okay, how are we going to figure this out? How are we going to do this? I, uh, Ended up leaving Vani in January, and I, um, I've i also done product demonstrations. That's been one of the ways that I have supplemented income, mm-hmm. and that's what was paying for cookies and conversations. Mm-hmm. And I have probably worked two jobs or three, um, even with, like, a full-time career um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for, you know, at least the last six, seven years. So, you yeah. know, I was like, I'm going to go ahead and leave them so that... I can do demo work. I can cut down my hours with demo work and still make a decent amount of money to pour into cookies and conversations. Absolutely. I had just got signed on with this like travel promo company. And then when I got that paperwork, the pandemic hit and it was like, okay. Won't be no traveling. No traveling. (laughs) How's cookie conversations going to look in this space? Like how do we, Mm. how do we figure things out? And I, I saw a place for it, but you know, just like everybody, you're just trying to keep your head above water. Yes. It's terrifying. It's, you know, there's just so many things. So um, in, in that regard, like I kind of put it to the back burner, but, um, you know, saw a pop up Lemonade Land, actually, like once Ooh. we kind of got through. Shout out yes. <laughs> to Lemonade Land. Yes. Woodlawn, baby. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Really cool event. Yeah. Really cool concept. Yeah. Really cool everything. So, yeah. And that was like, that was the summer of 2020. And it was like, I want to be out. I want to be around people. We're outside. There's fresh air. We're okay. Um, yeah. And this is the perfect way for people to connect. And, Absolutely. you know, did pretty well there um, and started selling cookies fresh baked. And that was where 
the money resided. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, all right, let's do pop-ups. And that's what I was doing throughout the, the pandemic. I did um, uh, the Lemonade Land, and I transitioned to Lolita's Bodega, which is in Humboldt Park. Okay. Those women are absolutely incredible. They mm. took me in. Um and gave me a space to share cookies and conversations and really encouraged me in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, and like that's where I met Fran from uh, Crema Shop. She has a coffee shop on the north side. Um, what's the name of it? Crema Shop. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. She's over on Wilson and Clark in that area. Oh, that's what's up. Okay. Um, trying to get her fully opened. Um, she needs like a couple more walkthroughs for her permit and then she'll be actually able to really really open her shop oh beautiful but um yeah so she's she's been selling my cookies all through this last year oh that's amazing Mm -hmm. okay you can't have too many coffee shops i don't care nobody say especially i used to work for starbucks yeah they're fun they're friendly yeah they're you know i'm saying they they give health insurance i'll never knock there you know hey (laughs) but i am such a one i'm a snob and i love um I love coffee, you know, shops yeah. that are that are not huge chains, right? Yeah. Where you can go and sit and chill, and it has its own vibe. Yep. And I go to this coffee shop because it has this vibe. Yeah. But I might not come here next week because that coffee shop has that vibe. Absolutely. And I just love that. And you know, that's not what you get at Starbucks. Is Starbucks? You yeah. Know, and that, there's a time and place for that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I never like want to knock them because I appreciate, especially they employed me for three years when I needed hey. the money. I, you know, I'm appreciative because they paid yeah. me fair. So good. <laughs> for all intents and purposes. Yep. But yeah. So no, you can, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Cool. Yep. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um. So tell. Okay. So I know this episode is going to sound different. Yep. Because we are in a different place and this is this is kind of an experiment, but ultimately this is what I want Off the Beaten Podcast to be about. Being in spaces where people are doing what they do and yep. where they're comfortable and all those things. So would you please tell everyone where we are? So where we are, we are located in Lacuna Lofts. Um, it is this really funky, amazing loft building, um, five stories. They do events here, venues. Um, there is a ton of different small businesses within the, the walls here. Everything from logistics to hair salons to eyelash studios to dance studios. Um, there's a couple different, um, you know, kind of food venues in here. Okay. Um Jordy Cakes is upstairs. She does cake jars. Um, and so, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and where we're sitting now is luxury, well, it was Luxury Cake Company. I'm taking <laughs> it over. It's Cookies and Conversations, Stand at Baking. But um, this was a space where we ma- they made, I made, I was I was an employee here. So we yeah. made um, custom cakes. Oh, my God. And um, it is a labor of love, like, yeah. Now, I was just looking because your old boss is in the next room. Yeah. She can't hear us. So yeah. how does it feel? Because I've always wanted this. I said, I'm going to live vicariously <laughs> through yeah. you. How does it feel to work someplace and then later just buy it? Like, like this is mine now. <laughs> like, please tell me what that feels like because I want it. I've never been there, but I want it. It is surreal as hell. <laughs> like, it's. It was one of those things where I was renting the space from her as like a shared kitchen space yeah. for the summer. And then um, she was like, I think I'm going to sell everything. And I was like, how much is it going to cost to buy everything? Oh, that's what's up. And then she told me the number. And I was like, I had just walked into semicolon because I'm actually going to be having cookies at semicolon's new bookstore location. They're oh, going to have, you know, fresh baked cookies. And I walked yeah. in and I was like. I'm losing my shared kitchen space because it's being sold and I don't know how I'm going to do it. And Danny was like, this is your dream. Why would you not go for it? You'll figure it out. And I was like, okay. Like I just like, I had a whole like, just, just completely meltdown despair. Like I've lost it. And then I had someone who was like, get the fuck up. You got this. Figure it out. And I was like, okay. We'll do it. And everybody that I've talked to in my mentor program was like, yeah, you should probably start off small. And I'm like, mm, I hear you, <laughs> but or. I don't operate 
normal. Oh, yeah. I don't. No, that's what's up. So it, it feels really surreal because, like, I mean, I put together a lot of these shelves in here, and yeah. it's, it has grown, and it has it, it just just developed in so many different ways since I was I was started out here. Oh, that's you know? amazing. And I, I always wanted to to be here, but it was also like you got to kind of eat and what she needed was a cake artist. And although I like cakes, I'm also more about flavor and playing with that type of thing. Um, I could put a, together a cake. It might be slightly uneven. I'm like, it's good. It's perfect. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's not what custom cake is about. Custom cake is a level of artistry that yes. and oh, detail yeah. and precision that I don't have the patience for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's incredible, and like she's had some amazing artists here, and like some of the stuff that they've done, some of the stuff she's done, it's yeah. been like, it's been awesome. And but in this space too, it's where I got a lot of my confidence. Yes. You know, I did my first fondant doll here. I was just like, she was working on something. Your first what? Fondant. So- oh. oh. Um- <laughs> You want to start a look on my face. I'm sorry, like, yeah, huh? sorry. It's um it's a sugar, it's kinda of like a marshmallow sugar paste. It dries hard. It's usually oh. what you see on wedding cakes that, that cover them. Oh, uh, okay. And okay. it's um a lot of them kind of taste a little funky. The good stuff tastes actually really good. Like yeah. like marshmallow. But yeah. um it is a way to really expand the artistry of a cake. Okay. And okay. um so she was building a cake, I think it was a nurse cake, and I was like well, I want to just kind of see how you do it. And I put together this doll while she was working on something else. And it was like, wow, I could do that. I'm going to see if I can pull up a picture of it. Oh, please. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, it's in here somewhere. I did a cake competition in here as well. That was fun. Oh, how did that go? Um, I didn't place, but it was really, really, really fun to do. I, uh... I did Bram Stoker's Dracula was my inspiration for it. Oh, my gosh. I want a picture of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was gruesome. It was supposed to be a wedding cake. And so I think it was a little bit too gruesome too and much. bloody. <laughs> too much. I mean, it was like a whole scene where, like, there's, like, demons stabbing the, you know, soldiers. Everybody, and their bodies are like. <laughs> Everybody's like, whose wedding is that? Yeah. Too much. And then there's, like, the heads of the vampires oh, on the top. No. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm trying to find it. Like. <laughs> No, no rush, no rush. <laughs> it was, um, it was amazing, but it's this is like the the space. Um, you know, Laura was very, very patient with me and very yeah. kind to like to let me work with her, and she's become like a big sister to me. And in yeah. this process, has been a huge mentor. Like, yeah, it's okay, breathe. You got this. Yeah. And, um, she's seeing me kind of go through the stages that she was in when I first started working with her. Yeah. And um, it was also funny when I first started working with her, I came, um, I was on the operations side of retail. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you need to do this and this and this. And she's like, chill. <laughs> We're not doing that right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was, it's just been so fascinating and so beautiful to have just these women in my life who have like risked it to do what they want to do and yeah. create their, their own lane. And, um, it's such an honor to be able to take this space over and like have her have faith in me to, to do so. And I have like so much support and it's, it is, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe the feeling. No, it's, it's, that's, yeah. it's magical, I guess is the best way to, to no, break it down. That's what's up. So, so will this be a retail space as well? Or yes. Okay. That is that is the plan. Um, we because we're sitting in the kitchen. We're sitting in the kitchen, but there is a very beautiful kind of front front area as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we are definitely going to make this a retail space. It's going to be kind of a communal space a little bit. I want to have um, like events here potentially. Like, um, there's a lot of amazing businesses that I've met through Lobitos Bodega and even yeah. through uh, Lemonade Land, but like. There's one I want to shout out. Amanda does pot. Um, she paints terracotta pots. Oh. And she does like, you know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited and then I, I wasn't quite as excited. Okay. You know, but you know, that's what's up. Well, you know, it's, 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 it's fun. You know, like cookies and conversations has, you know, multiple meanings. So. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so it's, um. But it's, it's like, I want to do things with people. I want to bring people in. Um, but it's not going to be like a restaurant type of situation. It's just, you want to sit, talk, kick back, 
grab it's like grab a cookie let's talk you know um it's one of my taglines and let's just engage you know yeah um and i want to host classes here and you know oh that'll be cool yeah it'll be it'll be exciting i don't i don't know there's there's a lot of potential crazy things okay there's a lot of potential (laughs) crazy things that are um coming up in the the future and i i don't know no that's what's up all right (laughs) i like it so um so where can my okay so for right now where can my listeners one find you online Mm -hmm. and then two where can they get cookies so um they can find me online at uh www.talkcookietome.com all right That's my website. Oh, my God. I'm going to share this picture of this Dracula cake if I can. Absolutely. Oh, my God. This is, yeah, that's horrific. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's a beautiful cake. But if you showed up at my wedding with that, I'm like, yo, I like a good time, but you got to (laughs) go. And you got to take that thing with you. Oh, my God. (laughs) So we got someone over here baking. No, not a problem. (laughs) Oh no, there are heads. There are heads on top, like literal heads. Oh no, and oh no. You know, you didn't intend to win. Let's be real. You was like, I did. I'm gonna show my tail. (laughs) You had no intention of winning. Well, you know, it's um. Oh gosh. I don't know. There used to be a, the show on like the Style Network called yeah. like the Four Weddings or something. I think it might be on TLC. Okay. And there's been a couple like really goth weddings. Oh, you know? okay. So you and got I was it. like, that's that was that direction. That's perfect. No. This, no. <laughs> this is Brom Stroker's Dracula. Okay. Okay. I got it. I thought artistry was what was going to get me through the door, and it wasn't. It was it, like it wasn't there. There was some really pretty. You know, magical, like beautiful. Yeah, it was like white. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. There was some of those with some roses. Yeah, there was a couple white cakes that also had like the husband's neck on the ground. You know, yeah. like in a hill with blood on it on the top. Like so, there was there was various levels of pretty and gruesome. But it's a Halloween <laughs> cake, and I was like, this is a Halloween cake. Please tell me the inside wasn't red. It wasn't. It was um cake dummies. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. just just outs. Yeah, so oh, oh. those things, those round things up there. Oh, the so just the, okay, so there's no real cake yep. in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then all the outside is fondant. So that's what oh. fondant is. It's like kind of sugar, okay. marshmallow coating. Yeah. Hot mess. Yeah, it was it was fun. Like, you see, the guy's being stabbed. He's just, yeah. Hot mess. That I'm, was one of the scenes in, in the Dracula. Hot mess. I, okay. Didn't fine. intend to win, I'm telling you. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> you had no intention to win it. You was like, you know what I'm going to do? Have I'm gonna a go good old time. Have fun, which is okay. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just have fun. I'm just gonna have fun. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just gonna have fun. Forget them. Yes. So where can my listeners get cookies? They can definitely get some on the line, and I am um, I'm working on figuring out like a DoorDash situation or something like that, you know, like a, to Chicago. Yeah. Um, but I am shipping um, okay. and figuring out that process. Okay. No, of course. <laughs> As well. So within the 48, you know, United States, uh, because, you know, Canada, not Canada, but like Alaska and Hawaii are going to be a little bit tricky to get to when it comes to fresh cookies. So yeah. I wouldn't want someone to be like oh i want cookies and then three weeks later they get a box that looks like a squirrel jumped into it you know i that could be a little rough could be a little rough you know a little rough um so (laughs) (laughs) they could definitely order online and i will you know ship as necessary okay Mm -hmm. i like it yes Uh, okay so right here in front of us yes we have a plate we do we have to grab absolutely one Yes. So what am I what am I holding here in my hand? That one is the Oscar the Grouch cookie. Oh my. And I've changed the spelling so I am not copyright infringement. And what's in it? It is chocolate chips, marshmallows, and Ritz crackers. Oh my god, that's a lot. It is. Alright. Are you gonna have one? I, I will have a chocolate chip cookie because I already ate one of the oh. Oscar the Grouches. 
I want to try. Is it okay if I yeah, do it? Yeah, like, go ahead. That's classic. You can't go wrong. Absolutely. Oh, and I'm just knocking the table. We're doing. Yeah. All right. So here, cheers. 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 And let's let's see how this works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's butter in there. Lots of butter. Real butter, right? Real it's butter. Real butter. Mm-hmm. Oh my, and big chocolate chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. My doctor ain't gonna be happy about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do not you? come over here with a diet. Don't come over here with dietary restrictions. That was, right, don't come over here with nothing, right? The butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, do you make vegan cookies? I can. It's not my favorite. Okay. Um, I can definitely make them. I just... The process of, like... Vegan butter does a pretty decent job of it, but it's like sometimes the whipping process of, like, sugar... Um, into butter, what it does is create air pockets, and that kind of sometimes gives a lift to your cookie yeah. um, and creates a different kind of texture. And vegan butter doesn't always do that. Sometimes um, it's too warm or it's too cold, and it just doesn't necessarily always act the same way as, you know, milk butter. Okay. There can be delicious. I mean, I've had some really incredible vegan cookies. Yeah. But I love butter. Man, everybody love well, not everybody, yeah. not the vegans. Not but everybody, I, but I love yeah. So, is there anything that I forgot before we um wrap up? I don't think so. I mean, I have my boozy bougie cookie collection that is something I'm working on. So, please tell me, I, I've had your boozy <laughs> uh-huh. cookie, some of them. Mm-hmm. So, yes, so that's definitely that. That's what caught my eye. You yeah, had, you had a great variety of cookies. I had, I think, pretty much all of them. Yeah, uh, but the boozy cookies are special (laughs) tell me about the boozy cookies so that's the play that's the playfulness of the kitchen (laughs) i love it um so start out with my brown butter bourbon oatmeal raisin cookies so Uh they're basically bourbon soaked raisins Mm -hmm. and um someone asked me like how do you infuse alcohol in the cookies? And I was like, I don't know. You bake them off and it's just like, it's not alcoholic really anymore. But it has that mm-hmm. flavor. Yeah. No. But I found ways to get around that. Um, like my pina colada cookie, for instance, I uh, actually make a pina colada and then um, I add powdered sugar to it to make it as a paste that I put on top of the cookie after I baked it off. And I soak pineapples and rum and. Um, no way. Uh huh. That sounds amazing. And I've yeah. had your pina colada cookie, mm-hmm. by the way. Yummy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. yep. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's there. I mean, it evaporates off at some point, but, you know, it's there's a little bit of a, a kick to it. Okay. Uh, my margarita cookies have um, tequila in the icing. Um, my mimosa cookies, I use a champagne reduction to give you that kind of mimosa flavor. Mm. Yeah. How are you talking, sister? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So it's just, it's just kind of playing. And I, I'm actually going to be doing a couple of those cookies um, as whoopie pies for the holiday. And they'll just be really for Chicago. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. It'll just be really for Chicago because... The shipping process, like there's a whole there's a lot, lot in figuring out how to make sure that it's as fresh and delicious it's, as possible. Absolutely. Yeah. Logistics, as we are all aware right now, still hasn't quite gotten back to its regular yeah. foolishness. Uh, I've heard. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it still has foolishness, but it's, it's not its regular foolishness. It's not so. its regular. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I remember when I was in Afghanistan, people used to send me a lot of baked goods. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I bet you this was good when they sent it. <laughs> that was a phrase I used a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> I bet this was good when they sent it. <laughs> oh, no. What was the worst thing that you got? Or <sighs> that would have been good, but like time. Oh, my gosh. And um <laughs> Yeah, definitely cook. I mean, because everyone sends cookie, mostly cookies. Mm-hmm. But like, I remember getting a bag. It was just dust. It was cookie dust. I mean, it was what? a it, it was like probably a half pound bag. Whatever had happened to it, they those cookies had disintegrated. So I mean, it was like it, it looked like sand. But it was it like when you tasted it, it was yeah. cookie, it was cookies. Like I was like, oh, this was cookies. And like, but it was sand, like straight up sand. I remember it very distinctly. Kind of threw it away. I was like, oh. I don't even know what to do with this. And I was just Dang. <laughs> and I was just thinking actually the other day, because I stopped at, uh, I don't ever really stop there. I went to Garrett's mm-hmm. uh, on, was that 87th recently? Mm-hmm. And I remember someone sent me two huge tins of Garrett's. <gasps> and when I got it, it was still fresh. And I remember being oh. like, 
do I? And everyone's like, oh, dude, is that Garrett's? I'm like, ah. I'm like, okay, there are two like huge tens. Okay, I'll share one. <laughs> and I ate the other one. Like, I mean, it has to be like, I don't know how much how much popcorn that is, but I ate it, and it was amazing. You needed to. You were in <laughs> Afghanistan. I'm I'm glad you did. Like, I ate the whole thing. I remember being like, should I eat both of these? I'm like, no, I'll share one. And I was just like, oh, terrible. Wow. Terrible. So thank you so much. Thank you oh. for coming out to see my space and what it's going to. I mean, there's when you come back, it'll definitely be different. Oh well, there's, I look forward to it. Yeah, I, I've I've got some. I got to put my little touch on it. Now, no, that's know? what's up. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you and for having everyone me. check out Cookies and Conversations, yes. and I'm sure we'll be chatting with you again in the future. Absolutely. All right. All right. That's it. all right thank you for listening thank you to leah for being amazing also there were a lot of mentions and shout outs in this episode be sure to go and check out those links uh, down in the episode notes you can find those in your podcast player or on my website at www.offthebeatenpodcast.com This pod is all about spreading the good news um, and about all the amazing things Chicago has to offer. And Leah dropped some gems from semicolon books to crema coffee shop, uh, which I need to go and visit very soon. Step out of your comfort zone, get out of your neighborhood and go enjoy these many gems. Some hidden, some not so much here in this grand city. Also, Uh, You want a full-fledged adventure? Meet up with a friend and take public transportation to get there. That'll just liven everything up and you'll see so much of this beautiful city. Now, if you want more Off The Beaten Podcast content, you can check out all things OTBP at offthebeatenpodcast.com. There you'll find links to all of my social media as well as access to my blog. And if you're like me and you've got all the social medias, uh, please take some time to follow Off The Beaten Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, And when you sign up or, you know, when you follow, whatever the case may be, drop me a quick hello so I know you're around, you know, and I'll show you some love. All right. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends. Let's grow the community two years at a time. Outside of that, be good, do good, and I'll see you guys all next time. Peace. Peace.